Cyclone Gabrielle's turned life upside down. In the Hawke's Bay settlement of Pukitapu, the school's a general store of donated items in the local pub, while it's an information centre with beer on the side. Further up the island, everyday routines like showering are now luxuries. People are cleaning houses they can't live in, but they're still paying mortgages for. Despite all of that, the Reserve Bank today raised the official cash rate, the cost of borrowing money, by half a percent. We'll have more on that shortly. But we begin today in Pukitapu, a tiny settlement alive with sounds of diggers scraping silt, people dragging flood-damaged items from their homes and the buzz of a community in clean-up mode. Our reporter Jimmy Allingham and cameraman Nick Monroe have the story. This is the easiest way of transport around the village. Pukitapu resident Ollie Midgley's getting around by bike at the moment and this morning he guided checkpoint through his property. The piles have moved and a couple of bearers have broken. So there's a bit of work to do to get that right. So we've still got the lake on our fence line. The top tide line was about here or... No, top tide line was up at the gate originally. So normally there's no water there, that's grass? No, not at all. No, that's grazing for sheep. But that we call that Hyde Park. It's just such a lovely vista through there. So that's a 100-year-old villa that came originally over the hill from Taradale, was put here about 25 years ago. And originally it was put up on two-metre piles. Out the back, all sorts of items are drying in the sun as he works to salvage what he can. Mr Midgley and his wife were taken to safety by neighbours in a kayak, having thought about using a wine barrel as a flotation device. It was about eight foot deep inside the house. And so that's our bedroom. The ensuite is actually slightly lower level. And I first discovered water seeping up little brown spots growing up through the floorboards like an amoeba. He says, half-jokingly, that he sees forecast rain as a rinse cycle for his mud-covered possessions. Yes, there's a bit of stuff we saved. Um, so we'll be right. We'll, you know, we're fine. We're fine. There's a lot, a lot of people a lot worse off than we are. Some of those people live down nearby Dartmoor Road, where houses were washed away and residents clung to roofs waiting for rescue. The water was powerful enough to blow out local bridges... For those in need, the Pukitapu School Hall has transformed. Pukitapu School Hall has turned into a general store of sorts. There's dozens of volunteers here and dozens of people getting essentials, such as tin food. I can see tin fruit, crisps, veggie crisps, gluten-free bread. There's rows of shoes, other footwear, gumboots and clothing. And given the devastation of what we've seen after last week's cyclone, there's no telling how long the store will have to stay open. Mindy Windross is among the volunteers at the hall. The first couple of days it was undies, socks and a change of clothes were just like... They, I had a guy in tears because we were able to give him socks and gumboots for the first time after three days of walking in bare feet through mud and whatever else is out there and just to give him some fresh gumboots was just huge. The locals were using the school pool to shower in um, because as you see if you drive around there's so much dust and it's so fine that it just plumes everywhere and you're covered in it so they'd come in and take a shower but of course with no power um, the pool's turning green it's turning a bit brown now so um, we knew that we needed to do something so we just got some locals they came and built some seriously good showers um, so that the locals could come anytime and just shower here. For most of the past week community efforts have kept going despite the loss of power, water and communications. I keep saying to them, I was like, you know, I'm at confectionery for a living, like we're just mums, like I don't know how we got these jackets, I don't know how we you know, got in charge but we're here and we're doing it and um, these people need it so we'll be here. Mary Danielson, who owns the pub, the Pukitapu, has flung open her doors. 
we've got lawyers, we've got insurance people, we've got MSD helping people with all of their, um, you know, with their money problems or their insurance problems. So people just drop in, and it's fantastic because there's a lot of people here that don't, you know, have no access to computers or anything like that. She says residents have been manning roadblocks overnight. They're to stop all the looters coming in, which was starting to happen. Um, so um, there's a fantastic roadblocks up Pukatitri that other, other people are organising, and then we're doing the, the one down the road here. And so you have there's four to six people on at the same time, and there's a big truck in the middle of the road, and they're stopping people from coming through unless you have a residence card. Farmers Phil and Louise Alexander are also in clean-up mode. Their 600-hectare property has slips along fence lines, they've got stock that isn't theirs in their paddocks, and the floodwaters dumped a container on a shed. We've got a big lake out the back there that uh, caused by the river. The river broached its banks and came right across here behind that, that hill down there, and uh, so there's huge flooding behind here as well. But we haven't lost our house and um, didn't lose any family members, so we're blessed. Checkpoint met several people from outside the district who have come in to help, like Steve Orchard from Onekawa. We're just helping out the Pukitap community to get rid of all their rubbish. They've got some trucks turning up today and we're going to start moving all the rubbish away from, as you can see, all down, all down there. And uh, yeah, it's just a matter of waiting for trucks to turn up so we can start loading the stuff away. You give them a little bit of, get rid of a bit of the stink and get a bit of the rubbish out the way. Pukitapu residents face a massive clean-up but every little bit helps as they look to rebuild their lives.